Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com ZAC and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download the title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com ZAC. We are currently living through unprecedented times. There's no real blueprint of what's going to happen or how it's going to happen. Experts are making a lot of predictions and a lot of them are on point in terms of what they've said will happen has happened in that order. So you can look to what they're saying to see what the outcome of coronavirus and the impact upon our lives will be. But for each individual person, we don't know what's up. We don't know if we're going to be stuck at home, we don't know if work's going to continue, we don't know if we're going to pay the bills. But given the general social isolation and the general trend towards, you know, shutdown, there's a real need for us to maintain our mental health. I'm increasingly worried about people's mental states. You know, like, I I push down this path in normal times that People struggle. People struggle with self-harm, with suicide, with all of that sort of stuff in in a state of global normalcy. Add to that the pressure of coronavirus in terms of the the overall stress and worry about getting them themselves, the stress and worry about the world, the impact upon getting their food and shopping and all of that sort of stuff, and the changes that they are forced to do in terms of social isolation and shutting down of gatherings and all that sort of stuff, it just adds a lot of pressure. And I can't help but see a lot of my followers messaging me, freaking out about it, going, I'm not coping. And it's it's understandable. It's understandable that such a massive change would be impacting us. So I wanted to highlight how I'm being impacted and what I'm seeing the impact with with other people being, as well as how we can take steps to, to mitigate that. The, f- the first thing is is to accept reality. This, this is, it sounds harsh to say, but it's one of the things that I have to look at. It's, it's well, what is actually happening? We can hope, we can pray, we can believe that things will change, but the reality of the situation is the reality. Depending on where you're watching this, you will be able to do and have access to certain things. But uh, the, the reality looks like across everywhere that the world's going to go into a, a massive lockdown, shut down essential services only. Because if that doesn't happen, that country's medical pl- medical facilities will become overwhelmed and it will cause a catastrophic failure. So I predict governments around the world will have to shut, shut most of everything down. Some of you will still be able to work, particularly the healthcare food providers, but a lot won't. Regardless, your situation will be unique, but it will also be the reality of your life, right? So the reason I'm highlighting this is that there's this real desire and push to, 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 to not believe, to try and keep onto that, that feeling of normality when we just don't have it. Things will change. Things are changing and we need to accept that. And that acceptance allows us to take action from a place of reality. It's the same as when someone passes, right? There's that period of grieving where we don't believe it's happening, where we don't want it to happen, where we fight to, 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 to let it not happen. 
But part of the healing process is accepting the reality of the situation. It's the same if you get fired from a job or if someone breaks up with you. You have to accept what's actually happening. Now, a lot of you will be saying, hearing this and going, yeah, well, duh, obviously it's happening. But I know a lot of people aren't. They're wanting it to just go back to normal. And it will eventually, but that might be months, if not years. This will be a, 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 a world issue for quite a long time. So given that factor, given the reality of the situation that it's going to cause people to die, it's going to cause an impact upon our lives, it's going to cause restrictions of our movements, it's going to cause shortages of food, and it's going to cause us to have to stay at home a lot of the time. What can we do to best address our mental state? I'm, I'm strongly pushing for, for everyone to establish a routine, a morning routine and daily routine that incorporates a hell of a lot of self-care. I'm already a massive advocate of morning routines in the sense that my morning routine prior to this was I'll wake up, I will do some meditation, I'll do some exercise, and I will do some Russian language lessons, I'll do some reading of how to write books. Yeah, my morning routine is quite specific and I'll go into where you can discover what my exact morning routine is. But the point is, is I've got a morning routine that's basically meditate, exercise, right? Now what's my morning routine? I still wake up at the same time and I'm still meditating and I'm still exercising. The world feels a little bit like time doesn't matter right now because, you know, everyone's at home, all of the stuff that I would do with friends or with my, my martial arts and socially, all that sort of stuff isn't on. So it's like, there's no time. Time doesn't exist. And yet it still does. And the, 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 the act of keeping a morning routine has helped to keep normality going. I still wake at the same time. I still do those things in my morning and I still start planning my day. And the reason being is, is that I've noticed that there's this feeling of this ever never ending expanse where the day just sort of goes on until nighttime. And then we go to sleep there's an absolute risk of turning to inebriation to fill that gap. That's not a, that's not a viable long-term solution, right? So I strongly suggest that if you're not on board with the concept of a morning routine, you do so. I've got a Skillshare course out. I've got a few Skillshare courses out, but one of them is on creating a killer morning routine. I'm going to put a link down below. The link will give you access to two months free to all of my Skillshare courses and all of the Skillshare courses that are out by everyone. So you can check them all out, sign up, check them all out, and then cancel it so you don't have to pay. Like I said, everything I do, I try and release for free. But the idea being that you can establish a morning routine and it just primes your day to start. Now, one thing that I'm adding to my morning routine is to look at my day and go, okay, what what am I going to do today? So let, let's look at how to make, let's, let's just assume that you're not working, yeah? And you're stuck at home. You're self-isolating, you're in quarantine, your gun country's shut down, or, you know, that may happen. It might not be happening in your country yet, but it may. So let's assume that it is, and you're stuck at home, you've got nothing to do. You've still got days to fill. What can you do with those days? So for me, I look at that and I am go, okay, I'm going to exercise in the morning, and I'm going to do a second session at night. I love exercise. Exercise for my mental health, and I'll strongly suggest you do. I also look at it and go, I'm going to read a lot, because I want to read and just 
learn and do you know get that knowledge into my mind that I've always wanted to that I haven't had the time for people behind me you can see I've got a massive bookshelf of um, books that I haven't read and I've got another box beside me and I've got more coming why because I know that reading is a massive component and it's giving me the time to read I'm also taking time to learn a lot of online courses like the Skillshare now's the time to get into that because you've got the time at home. You know, you've, you've, we can look at the restrictions that we've got as like, what, what can't we do? But we can also look at it as a way of what do we get to do, right? I don't get to go out and train, but I get to watch these videos on how to do this hobby or practice my guitar or whatever we're going for, right? I get to do certain things. And if we phrase the current situation in what I get to do, it gives me a purpose to keep going. We need to have purpose to fill. We need to feel good. So look over your day, start at the same way, work out what you can do that day that will benefit you both in the short term, i.e. so that you feel you know, mentally healthy and over the long term. And with that in mind, I've, I've made an effort to buy myself a gaming console. I haven't had a gaming console for years, but the, 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 the client I work with, I do disability support work. And my client is obsessed with Nintendo. So I've bought myself a Nintendo Switch and I'll be playing with him with it. But I've also bought a couple of games that I'll just be playing on my own. Why? Because I know that given the state and given the, given the world, it'd be good to sit down and play some Smash Brothers. <laughs> it'd be good to, to just go online and, you know, game. It'll be something that I wouldn't normally be able to do, but given the current state of the world, I've lost the ability to have that chill time, have that decompressed time. So I'm feeling my, feeling that need myself. Let's just step back and look at, look at what we can do to fill our days. Yeah. I want to, I want to highlight the Skillshare stuff. I've, I've started recording and releasing a Skillshare course every week now. The reason being is, is I recognize that people are at home doing, doing, doing nothing, right? So it'd be good to have the ability for them to learn. So if you want to learn the online course of Create the Killer Morning Routine, put the link down below. But I also just want to highlight a couple of the courses that I've got up and some of the courses that I'm going to be releasing soon. I've just released a self-defense course. Um, the first one was preventing things and the next one that I'm about to release will be fighting back. So with those courses, you'll be able to learn how to keep yourself safe as well as to be able to fight back. The reason I'm sharing those courses now is because I've got a background knowledge. I've been doing 15 years of martial arts, but also because people are getting increasingly concerned about what people are acting and doing. You know, there's this shocking trend of people fighting each other for toilet paper. There's, there's a real fear that people are going to turn crazy. You know, people are getting a little bit crazy. Just, you know, you look at the news reports. I don't think that that's a fair report of what's happening in the world. I think people in general are quite handling this quite well and being quite good, but there's that small percentage of people that, that are not. So if you want to learn some, some ways to keep yourself safe, self-defense wise, head over to Skillshare course, watch my self-defense courses. And the next courses that I'm recording and doing after that will be making solo fitness fun. I've recorded one that I'm in the process of editing and uploading that is basically how I make solo fitness 
engaging so I can keep doing it every, every day because a lot of people find exercise boring. Um, and remember, exercise is moving your bodies. Um, <laughs> so so I want to sort of suggest to you a couple of the games and activities that I play with myself to keep the exercise fun and engaging and effective. And I'm also going to do another course after that on exercising from home, i.e. getting a full body workout with no equipment. So if you're interested in all those Skillshare courses, including the ones I've got up on the meditation and on lucid dreaming, head over, two months free, enjoy, right? I'll move on from there. I, I want to highlight the idea of a circle of control. I was listening to a podcast with Joe Rogan and Andy Stumpf. I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, he's an ex-Navy SEAL and he was talking about how people get through the the, the training. You know, it's 180 days with a five-day hell week, which is like in that week they get two, two, two hours of sleep and people people drop out and it's it's a, it's a way that it's it's a, it's a it's a way to filter people out of the training program. And the way he said that he got through was to focus on what he can control and he knew that they had to feed him. Over that 5-day period, the hell week, they had to feed him every 6 week, 6 hours. So he knew that he could control that if he could just last that 6 hours. He didn't think of the expanse of 5 days or the 180 days total training. He just focused on the 6 6 hour window between when he was last fed to when he would next be fed. And then he related that to the stuff that's going on. What can we control? I can't control the government. I can't control what other people are doing. I can't control much, but I can control myself. I can wash my hands. I can keep exercising each day. I can call and communicate with my friends. I can, you know, read the books. I can, what can I do? That's all I can control. And he he learned this ability to just push everything out and just focus on his circle of control. What can he control? And it's it's a very good way to look at the world. It's not it's not as easy as just just don't think about it, right? Because obviously that's part of the issue. It's hard to not think about things. But if we can learn to recognize stuff that's out of our control, if we can learn to go, okay, what what's in our control and what's out of it? And if we go, oh, that's not in my control. This is, and focus on what is in our control. That's the starting point. So I'm trying to instill that in my life. If I go, if I start worrying about things, what's America doing? What's what's this doing? What's happening? If I recognize that I'm not in control of that, that's the first step in letting it go. Now, obviously, meditation and a whole variety of other things will help me to actually let go of that thought. But the act of recognizing that it's out of my control is that first step. So I'll strongly suggest that if you can, start stepping back, start mentally detaching, literally take a step back and go, is this thing that I'm worrying about in my control? And with that, I would suggest that, you know, stay up to date with the news and work out what's happening in your area and all of that sort of stuff. But do you need to be checking the news every minute? Do you need to be going on social media and looking at the news as much as you are? Maybe not. Do you need to be checking in online as much as you have been and sort of getting immersed in all of this stuff? I, I don't think so. There's a level that you need. And there will be a level that you're doing. And, you know, I, I would predict that the amount that you're watching stuff online that's causing you to stress is probably more than the <laughs> the amount that you need, right? We need to know what's going on. We need to know the, the, the restrictions and the, the stuff that the government's doing in our country to keep us safe. But we don't need to know 
a lot beyond that realistically. Okay, so if you find that listening to the news and that sort of stuff's freaking you out, take a step back, turn it off, don't watch as much. Just just cut down on that. And 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 focus on your circle of control. You can wash your hands regularly. You can practice social distancing. You can not be racist to people, right? You can be kind to those that are serving you that are <laughs> that are struggling because there's less stock. You know, there's things that you can do, there's things that you can't control. Focus on what you can control. Please, we're all in this together. Um Yeah, so 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 with 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 that in mind, I, I just wanna wanna re-highlight establish the morning routine. Realize that there's gonna be a different normal. We're going to be doing a new normal. We're going to be having to change and tweak. And if we can accept what our life currently is like, we can take steps to best benefit that. I believe that'll be starting a routine or continuing that routine. I believe that'll be working out what you can and want to get done for the day and then pushing for that to get done and potentially writing that down like a checklist. It's about do it, looking at what we do get to do as opposed to what we can't do, okay? Focus on your circle of control. What can you do? Now, there's a little bit of a side side passage here. Some people are curious and want to read more. They want to go down the path of, well, where can this take us? What has we learned from this? What has happened in the past? About a month prior to all of this, I read a book by Dan Carlin called The End Is Always Near. This this book, he, he's got a podcast called The Hardcore History Podcast and Common Sense. And he's one of the best podcasters I've ever listened to. Each podcast on The Hardcore History is about five hours long and he does, you know, five or six part series and it's as good as an audio book. So if you're not already engaged and you're into history, I would strongly suggest you check out Dan Cullen. It's great. It'd be great um, entertainment if you're in mind with you know, this sort of thing, if you like your history, if you like history told in an interesting way. He, he released a book called The End Is Always Near, and basically he, it's, it's a summary of all the different podcast episodes that he did. And one of those podcast episodes talked about plague and pandemic and systems collapse, the idea being that a, a war, a plague, a external forces overwhelmed a system and then caused it to break down. Um, and there's historical precedents for this in which he goes over. So if you're interested in that and you want to support the podcast, check out that book. It's an intense read, particularly given the current circumstances. So like I said, if you're one of those people that are struggling with um, too much information, you don't think it will help, avoid it, obviously. However, if you're one that is curious and knows that more information will help and you want to see what's happened in the past and you think in that context or you're just you're just plain interested in one an awesome audiobook to read check out dan carlin's the end is always near i listened to it as an audiobook um, and if you want to listen to it as a free trial you can head over to audibletrial.com slash zac and it'll give you the book for free um, and it'll support the podcast as well so if you're looking to support the podcast if you're looking for a awesome yet terrifying read the end is always near by dan carlin and i would also push and suggest his podcast the hardcore history podcast so yeah like i said head over audibletrial.com slash that ac grab yourself a copy of the book support the podcast 
but only grab that book if you are in the mental state to be able to consume it. There, you can use the um, audibletrial.com slash ZAC to get any audiobook, um, but I'm just trying to recommend books that are topical. So unfortunately, the topical books at the moment um, may be a little bit scary. Anyway, catch. <laughs>